Hey y'all, this is Trent Knox of Austin Live and Local. This following episode is a episode of Live from the ATX Season 2, Episode 16. I'm joined by Josh Williamson of Zero to Heroes, a local media outlet that covers anime, manga, cosplay, comics, gaming, the ultimate source in Austin for nerd and geek culture, otaku culture, uh, anime, and so forth. I hope you guys really enjoy this episode and uh, you guys get a lot from it. I think we talked about a lot of good things, including the industry and where it's going and Uh, I was really happy with what we came out with here. All right. I just wanted to remind y'all that this does not um, happen without y'all. And thanks to Anchor, we have listener support. So so to those of you who are already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, I say thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, um, tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash ALL512 to become a monthly supporter. Supporter, um, And yeah, thank you for all the people that are big supporters of this podcast, including the Common Chaos podcast, um, creators, and all of my friends and family. I appreciate y'all and I hope that you have a wonderful week and, um, Without further ado, Josh Williamson of Zeros to the Heroes. Hello, this is Trent Knox with the Austin Live and Local podcast, live from the ATX. Today's guest is Josh Williams of Zeros to Heroes. Hey, Josh, can you say hello hello to the guests? Hey, what's up, everybody? Okay, so Zero to Heroes is, and correct me if I'm wrong, a local anime, um, manga, cosplay, gaming, media outlet that's been covering uh, local conventions, local events in the area around those topics. Uh, and Josh is one of the found- co-founders and hosts of the show. Maybe you could go into more detail and explain a little better than that. Yeah, so um, Zeros to Heroes was founded. When was it founded? Um, actually, yeah, it was founded uh, three years ago, give or take, uh, a few months. Uh, when me and a couple friends went to our first RTX. And uh, uh, <clears throat> from there, we basically cover anything and everything to. Uh, in the pop culture genre, so anime, gaming, comics, movies, TVs, whatever. Uh, we, but right now we've mostly been focusing on Rooster Teeth and uh, cosplay because uh, that's a big thing in uh, the in Texas and it's a big thing in Austin, big thing in Dallas. So we've mainly been. Uh, going to conventions mainly uh local anime conventions because uh those are the ones that we're able to get panels in that way we can get in free um but yeah we have uh 
a one podcast that we are focusing on currently. We have another one that is on indefinite hiatus until we can actually figure out how we want to move forward with that. And um, yeah, so we're, we're just basically ourselves when we do the show. We don't hold anything back. We don't give a crap about YouTube's algorithm. We don't care anything about uh, about money. We don't care about uh, what anything YouTube has to say on like, hey, this is how you should do it. Fuck that. We do what we want. Awesome. Uh, so maybe t- talk a little bit about this podcast that you're doing. What is uh, the theme of the podcast, and um, who's who are some of the guests, and what's the who are the hosts, and what's what's going on there? So the podcast that uh, he's referring to is called RT Fancast. Mm-hmm. That was um, that was uh, created about uh, mid December last year. Uh, we started that as a test and, uh, it's actually been going really strong. I actually have, we're on a, a bit of a hiatus right now because I have to actually edit all the months of podcasts that I haven't been editing, but, um, but it's a really strong show. Uh, my, I, I host it myself and, uh, Chandler, one of our co-hosts, co-founders, uh, hosts it with me. Uh, and, uh, Basically, what we do is we get uh, two to three guests. Sometimes we have a panel of four or maybe even eight guests when it comes to group group of guests. But um, we just get a couple random guests who are from the Sheath community, maybe from Facebook, maybe Reddit, or even Twitter. Who knows where we get them from because it's the Internet, and the Internet is a crazy, crazy place. Mm-hmm. so um you said that you started it three years ago at your first rtx fest it's the basically for those of you who don't know rtx is a festival hosted by rooster teeth that um, covers the uh, universe of rooster teeth anime uh gaming let's play all of those uh types of events so who helped you found it and what was the inspiration in uh, beginning Zeros to Heroes? Well, our first RTX was 2016. Mm. Oh, two years ago. Uh, well, we say three years ago because uh, it's the third RTX that we've been to. Okay. 2016, 17, 18. But um, so the idea kind of sparked from there on the third day on Sunday after we saw um, the first ever fan service panel. That is uh, Ruthie's anime show for anyone who don't know. Uh, we saw that. I was like, hey, we should do a, we should do an anime podcast. We like talking about anime. We like anime. So that spawned from, our, from uh, my actual solo channel that I had. Uh, before it and um we went a few months before we actually started the zeros heroes channel but uh our first uh, our first show uh we was the otaku corner and uh we basically started backwards instead uh, backwards in terms of normal 
uh, normal channels. We started with a podcast and uh, slowly branched into uh, the small individual, um, small individual type of uh, videos like uh, news and just uh, odd topics. Gotcha. So, what happened? So, the first event was 2016 RTX. Yeah. Uh, after that, what what other festivals, conventions did you branch off into, and and what inspired and what where where what started the actual next step? So, <clears throat> after RTX, which was the uh, first time we've been there. Um, I really started loving going to conventions because I had uh, dropped out of school at that uh, at that point, which uh, I highly recommend if uh, you guys don't feel that you guys want to spend ten twenty thousand dollars on life because sucks. Um, but after that, I started looking into other local conventions in the. Dallas, Austin area, because uh, I live mainly smack dab in the middle between those two. So I found a convention called uh, IkiCon, which I actually knew about, but I had, hadn't been able to go to for a while. So I heard I heard about that. I heard they were starting a new a new con called uh, Anime CTX. It would be its first year. Uh, last year, 2017. Yep. So I uh, applied for uh, applied for for press. I applied for uh, uh, for panels, and lo and behold, we were able to get um, two panels in last year. We got our Attack Corner podcast, and we did a uh, Cards Against Humanity. Pa- piano uh there oh very nice yeah and ever since we've been going to that uh that company's uh conventions uh anime ctx ikicon and uh anime north texas mm-hmm. uh every single time and bringing back uh cars against humanity every single every single convention that's awesome that is the biggest uh, panel that we have in, I think, almost every single convention has. Nice. Very nice. Uh, yeah, this year I... <clears throat> sorry. I um, I was meaning to go to Anime CTX, uh, but the conventions were like literally back to back to back here in Austin. And uh, that yeah. was one I missed because it was like next, the week after was Anime Austin and... It was uh, it was just hectic uh, going back and forth. But for those of uh, for those of you who are looking to build a brand like Zero to Heroes or are looking to contribute to the anime, comic, gaming scene, maybe Josh, could you go into depth about how what are the procedures to become a panelist or be a be a part of the press or be a volunteer even at these conventions? Well, to be uh, a press is actually a difficult thing if you want to go to like a big convention like, say, Rooster Teeth or even uh, 
Fan Expo Dallas or Wizard World because they have huge standards. You got to be uh, over a certain number of thousand of subscribers or followers on any sort, any uh, social media channel. But for small, small conventions like uh, Anime CTX, Anime North Texas, Icon, who are run by uh, small companies. They actually give uh, people a chance. Uh, they give um, they give uh, smaller smaller channels, smaller uh, groups a chance, and let them be presses with uh, with them. But um, I think I think press is fine. But for me, I love hosting panels. I love running panels. Mm-hmm. Um, this year at Anime CTX, we did three panels i want to say uh we did uh, cards against humanity that was the by far the hugest uh cards against humanity panel we've had so far we did a ruby jeopardy panel uh which was pretty good um honestly we did something else maybe we didn't um but either way um if you really want to, if you really want to get into uh, into cons for free, uh, you can definitely try panels. All you really have to do is go to the panel subscription uh, option on the on convention websites uh, if they have them. Sometimes they don't. Um, sometimes big ones like uh, Rashith or uh, Fan Expo Dallas don't have those, um, but other uh, most uh, local anime conventions like uh, Anime Fest, uh, Anime CTX, and whatnot, Ikikon, have uh, panel submission forms. So you can do that. It's really simple. Just give them the name, description, uh, your name, info, and whatnot, and uh, hopefully, if it's good enough, they will put it in, and you'll become a panelist, and you'll love it. Yeah, I think that's a good inspiring words. I I'm always curious about these conventions. Um, what are what are some of the things they're looking for as far as panelists and volunteers and how can someone who hasn't uh, yet entered into the community, you know, provide value to the community as they uh, get into the into. Uh, letting people know what their interests are inside of the anime or whatever. Well, if you haven't, uh, or for those who are just getting into anime, uh, by a friend, by self-choice or whatnot, I would say one anime you would definitely want to check out is Gurren Lagann. Tekken Topa Gurren Lagann. Uh, either that one or... Maybe Naruto for the uh, plebs at heart, because those are two great series, though Naruto is pretty long. Um, But something you could uh, look forward to or attempt to do when trying to be a volunteer or be a panelist is just be yourself. Don't... uh, don't hide anything, uh, unless you, unless you're like a felon, then just 
try not to, but um, <clears throat> don't just don't put on an act. Be yourself. Be shy. Be outgoing. Do whatever you want to do. Just uh, don't overdo it, or else they might kick you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like uh, even being a volunteer isn't very hard. All you have to do is say, "Hey, I see you guys." Need a bit of help. Would you like some help? And that's it. Yeah, definitely. So for for my viewership who's maybe just tuning in now or uh, hasn't been around since for very long, um, the way that I started by getting into these conventions was by attending it as a purchase, uh, someone who purchased a ticket and was going as a normal convention attendee i uh went to south by southwest gaming and uh last year so i was i got the three-day wristband i went and i attended all the panels pretty much all the panels and uh walked the expo floor and i realized that from a from first from from my first impression that i would really like to cover these conventions and then become a part of the event coordination and uh, paneling and that sort of thing like you're you are doing now. Um, yeah. But it's that initial investment like I'm assuming you did with RTX that I had with South by West, Southwest Gaming. And then after that, after that event, um, I had reached out to various different conventions um from music to um art to all different kinds of genres of entertainment and the first um the first convention to get back to me was dreamhack and um at this time i didn't i didn't, I didn't really realize what i had had been building community wise prior to um my my attendance of south by southwest gaming I had built mm-hmm. a community already uh, outside of all the convention space by live streaming on Twitch and doing um, doing events and giveaways and such such like that. That I had built up a community of streamers and gaming enthusiasts that could easily be directed towards a marketing and advertising direction of a convention like DreamHack. So, yeah. with I was lucky enough to be able to be be kind of a fly on the wall as I saw the marketing team uh, with Peter Perez and um, oh my gosh uh, Justin Mouskowitz as they put the marketing uh, uh, direction forward for DreamHack and uh, and. I was able to attend that festival and was able to our convention and see what it takes to do large scale gaming events, sort of like RTX, uh, but more geared towards the esports side than the let's play side. And um, I don't know, maybe your what do you think about that intermediate level of of content creators that have you know a few uh, stripes on their on their chest they're out there you know they've done a couple panels they're in the intermediate stage what do you think is that um 
that next step to be the advanced level where you're going to be hosting your own festival or convention and uh, bringing together all of the pieces that a anime convention or a gaming convention uh, needs to have a strong community and strong attendance. Well, just don't do like Tana and do TanaCon. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, uh, you need a boatload of cash in mm-hmm. to to put forth a convention like this last uh, year after anime ctx uh we me and chandler we actually started thinking hey we would like to run a convention a 18 plus convention and i actually looked into it and we di- we would need uh over three over thirty thousand dollars if not fifty thousand dollars just to run the entire first year mm-hmm. and we would also need to procure a, uh, a facility an event location a and that, yeah. a venue and that would take a lot of money too and there's not really many good locations around where i live mm-hmm. but i mean the idea is still out there to have another 18 plus convention in the texas area there's one in february i do believe called ushikon or uh yeah it's ushikon and i think they're fun but where is that, uh, where is that? sorry that is that is in round rock oh okay uh, ushikon yeah yeah it's every february i do believe uh, and this is an anime festival or a hentai uh anime it's okay. uh no no kids allowed so I think that's uh, their 18 plus standard. Oh, I see. <clears throat> yeah, um, Hentai Fest was a big thing in uh, uh, this year's uh, Comic Palooza. I hear. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. But yeah, um, starting a convention is very difficult. A lot of money, basically. Mm-hmm. I uh, coming from. Um, the music side of Austin and uh, putting conventions together or not conventions, but sorry, events together. Um, I, I think that the system or the ecosystem, the community of uh, convention is always, there's always this outstanding um, thing that everybody has to go big, right? It's always, yeah. you know, hotels or, um, convention centers, you know, stadiums, what, mm-hmm. whatever, right? And that seems yeah. to be the trend for first year conventions or expos or whatever. I think there's a space for, and I mean, there, this is happening. I just don't think that there's been a promoter or a producer that has come in and done this uh, super well. Um, a small scale venue doesn't have to be weekly or monthly or whatever, but. Um, finding a small venue that you can build that community and it, at, a, at a quarter of the cost of a convention space or hotel um, event center or where, wherever it may be, that, that just hasn't happened yet. I think that's a space that a lot of individuals who are looking to start their, their 
their event could start at a smaller scale, maybe at a um, uh, a bar or a um, a small music venue venue or like a, a club or something like that, that that doesn't have to utilize that space at that time. Um, the thing that you're going to be fighting is going to be the downtown environment that a lot of these conventions are in. Um, and I see with uh, something like Okashi Khan or like, um, uh, what was the other first year event that I went to? Um, uh, man, I don't remember, but, um, <laughs> first, Oh, uh, yeah. Greater Austin Comic Con. Greater Austin oh, Comic Con yeah. went and shot way above the stars with with the HEB Center and having it uh, in a, a sporting arena or whatever you want to call it. And mm-hmm. it was it, – it, they had a lot of booths, right? There wasn't yeah. a lot of uh, – there wasn't a lot of traffic way – or there wasn't a lot of space to walk around. And some of the the <clears> – <throat> the booths had to be pushed outside of the interior of the arena. Um, really? Whereas something like o- Okashi-Con, um, that event had tons of space um, for what it is. Because Comic-Cons, they tend to attract um, a, a slightly different variant of the community overall of the culture of i guess geek culture or nerd culture or whatever you want to call it it's slightly different than a a traditional anime or strictly anime convention but that seemed to have more space it was in a hotel it's a little different so i was i'm just thinking that you know there's just there's so much opportunity to to have these conventions expos and whatnot that if you're really trying to put build something start small like start very small like either in a in a pc bong or in a bar or a um, a small event space that's attached to a restaurant or something's very small but put together your idea and then execute on that so um for a lot of these people that I'm running into, they're they're thinking way they think that that they have to have the uh, sports arena first, or the Austin Convention Center, or or you know something a large venue when you can start small, right? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> awkward from- silence. What was that? You know, uh, no, uh, moving forward from that, like, so what do you think about the scene in Texas and, uh, with the the anime conventions and the gaming events and comic cons? What do you think about the scene? How do you think it can grow? Um, I honestly think that we have a lot of conventions very sparse, uh, very uh, far apart from each other. I think it'd be nice if we could get a lot of conventions in uh, in uh, local towns. Like maybe not uh, 
maybe not in um, middle of nowhere, Thrall, Texas, but mm-hmm. something like uh, Waco or maybe even uh, in the Temple, Fort Hood area. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I honestly think we need a more, more um, anime and comic conventions because there's a few throughout the years and uh, throughout the year in Texas, but they're all like either bunched up together or really far apart. So like, I want to uh, maybe one convention a month. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. And you, and you, you, uh, again, you live up in the Dallas Fort Worth area. I live in the, uh, temple Fort Worth area. Oh, okay. Temple area. Okay. That's a little closer to Austin than Dallas Fort Worth. Um, yeah. So there is, speaking of that, there is a group, I don't know if you're in it, but uh, a Facebook group that is strictly the Temple, Belton, Colleen, Austin, Central Texas uh, area that is really pushing forward the the what you just talked about, the bringing these monthly conventions uh, to to <clears throat> anime, eki, all of these different type uh, of Eastern um, comic. Or if I'm trying to, for those of you who don't know what anime is, it's uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a comic style, um, a little slightly different. Um, you should know what anime is. Drake likes it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's a Eastern cartoon it would be the best way to explain it in uh western culture and these sorts of festivals are highly popular in uh in the gaming community in the nerd geek culture it's all over uh the place anyway so these anime conventions are very sparse and spread apart um they they either clump together they're week after week or there's a drought and you've got three months to the next convention and you don't get to see your friends that you you made at these conventions until three months later when the next convention comes across what uh josh and i are proposing is these monthly conventions larger monthly conventions with local uh weekly or bi-weekly events that kind of um bridge the gap and i've been seeing um a couple different anime conventions beginning to do this hosting little small events at uh bars or restaurants or whatever it may be and ultimately growing the scene but like you're saying in uh these areas that are further outside the metropolitan areas or urban areas they don't have as many uh events um though th- what what we're saying is there's 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 money being left on the table for those people who are convention organizers or um event enthusiasts to put on these uh conventions is that is that right yeah Definitely. So, so even then, even if you aren't an event coordinator or event specialist or anything like that, there's still space for uh, a something, uh, something to document, sort of like zeros to heroes, of the 
uh, events that coming up. What, you know, not everywhere has the resources for something like the, your building with Zero to Heroes and you've seen success at. What is that place? You, I know you you briefly talked about it earlier that conventions are expect have some expectations that they've set across that are you have to have so and so or, or so many followers or so many subscribers. What is what what is that? What is the expectation, um, and what kind of sets the bar? I guess uh, because there's not many there's not a lot of companies that are in the event coverage space like you of these conventions yeah if so for me i think um companies who have the uh two three four five thousand sub or follower expectation for all over social media is pretty high considering that not a lot of local local groups would have that many subscribers. Um, I, I think that would be something that could be gained over the course of uh, four to five, maybe even ten years. But mm-hmm. for me, if I was running a convention, <clears throat> sorry, I got um, If I was running a convention and did a press releases, press badges, I would say, hey, I know you don't have uh, let's say, uh, I know you don't have uh, a lot of mm-hmm. uh, followers. I know you don't have that wide a reach as I would like, but I'll give you a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, all that I ask is uh, that you have that you've covered a convention or a local nerd event of any kind. Whatever. Uh, it doesn't have to actually be a pre- uh, press uh, badge release. You could uh, just do cosplay interviews um, by yourself or do vlogs or whatnot. Yeah. Did we lose you? No, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to get in, uh, start, you know, um, attend a local small event and uh whether it's you know cosplay gaming comics anime and uh actually niche is better so the the more niche you get um the more uh appealing you are to a uh a marketing uh director or press director at a convention and they're going to look at you and say well maybe you only have 200 followers but you're doing this very unique um aspect of uh the the culture you're covering um specific portions of cosplay or specific portions of cause cost comics and um and really adding value to the overall content production of a convention yeah so so now that we kind of talked about the current state of the the culture where do you see the future of anime gaming um comics what is the what's the next big thing (coughs) oh i think this uh 
big thing would be to get a Hollywood studio that actually knows what the hell they're doing and to make an anime movie adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, we've had uh, where uh, the anime uh, community, the uh, manga community, is pretty strong in the uh, Western audiences. It's pretty strong in the in America, Europe, everywhere. Um, there, there are still a lot of closet anime fans out there. But um, as you can see, Crunchyroll is. Uh, doing their own expo arby's is a loud and proud anime fan um got uh got um arby's attending anime conventions uh as an actual booth i'm i mean you have uh anime expo the largest anime convention in the world um every year in uh, California. So, I mean, the next big thing would be to get uh, a studio, whether large or small, to actually be able to do, to give us a proper anime to live action adaptation. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I want to agree with you and I think it's a great idea. Um, I just have no hope or faith in that. Oh yeah, I have absolutely no faith that it'll happen. Yeah, like that's, that's there's something that could. that's just that's such a I, maybe maybe twenty thirty years from now. Um, <laughs> but at this time, when nerds invaded it, it when nerds have invaded. Not to say that they haven't. It's more that um, the 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 budgets, the people who have the big budget um, money for uh, animated um, feature length films, um, they spend them on something totally different. They spend them on you know an Avatar or a Valerian or um, even God, a, yeah. uh, Ready Player One. Not um not necessarily a uh well um actually I, I think that the the most the probably Death Note is the 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 highest quality um anime um Hollywood picture that's come out I would say maybe um yeah I'd I'd say even though it's uh, kind of trash it had <laughs> it had a a good start yeah um. I mean, they're coming out with a sequel. Yeah, and I mean, there's more power to them to spend more money. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, um, we'll see. Like, I, I just, it's, it's like, it's the same thing as like any gamer flick. Uh, you see, like, um, a Doom or a Mario mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just, it never <laughs> satisfies the, um, the palate of a true consumer of games or anime and uh you know i think that the it's gonna trend i think it's gonna trend away from hollywood that's what i think um with with um videographers like mineral blue and um well really that's the the first one that comes top of the head with the way he's doing cosplay i think that that's gonna 
transition into the uh, mainstream video production of these live action versions of uh, anime comics or whatever it may be. Um, That's the future, I think, slightly. Um, But more specifically, what's the future of the convention space uh, in anime, in gaming, in comics? Well, um, I know that uh, over the past uh, decade, there have been tons of anime conventions like almost uh one every single week for some reason but uh most of those have actually died out and given way to stuff like ikikon uh anime and uh anime austin and whatnot so i think i think the uh convention Future for anime and comics is actually really strong. A lot, uh, a lot of fans are going to it, and every year the fan base grows for each convention. Yeah, <clears throat> um, if I were to speak on to it, uh, I would think that we're g- <clears throat> we're gonna see uh, super conventions like RTX or. Um, the Wizard World or DreamHack, the these are kind of like piecing, boom, 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 right? Um, the large space for anime has yet to, or the super convention for anime has yet to kind of establish, establish, establish itself. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll see when that. Uh, that migration of when Sony, this is this is this is when this is when it's going to really take off. When Sony decides that they want to leap into the anime uh, convention space and start sponsoring those events, that's when you're going to see uh, a complete transition. When large endemic brands start uh, sponsoring anime conventions, we're going to see a whole shift of the ecosystem, right? Yeah. The the difference is is that. We're slowly seeing anime conventions adopt VR aspects uh, going into the 18 plus scene. Um, These sort of things uh, are very new. Um, The comic scene has been doing this for for quite some time when they kind of bridge the gap between erotic and uh, and regular like um, conventions. and the gaming aspect has yet to do that as well, but the ecosystem of gaming is kind of um, has always di- differentiated between adult gaming and and kid gaming. But there, it's it's kind of blurred lines in gaming because obviously we have these hardcore um, shooters and and violence. There's a lot of violence displayed in gaming, but doesn't necessarily. Uh, equate to the community uh, of gamers. So <clears throat> the sexualization in gaming is also there, but it has always been, I guess, um, kind of separated for, for some reason. And that area, additionally, I guess you're, you're thinking about uh, bringing the 18 plus anime 
there's also a space for 18 plus gaming it just hasn't yet developed itself um maybe that's due to the pocketbooks of the consumers who knows um but mm, yeah goodness. i think that i think that as we we go into the future the various different genres of geek and nerd culture <laughs> is going to adopt um you know the same things vr mr ar um adult industry cannabis all those things are going to be in uh um not infiltrated but like uh in inducted into the community um yeah and i am full support uh with you guys and your your venture into going and doing an 18 plus convention for anime and i think that this, there's a there's a market and a a place for that as well as these family friendly events right <clears throat> yeah yeah definitely um but hey Josh, um I really appreciate you coming on the show and I look forward to uh hanging out with you at Wizard World Austin. We can really keep up this get this conversation uh keep it going and um we definitely we're going we're going to have some documentation from uh Zeros to Heroes at the at the um Wizard World convention. We're also going to have some coverage of the event on Austin Love and Local Space. Um yeah man, um you want to put out uh shout out to the to the viewership your social medias and where people can, people can find you um and <coughs> all of those details yeah you can uh, find us uh on just about any social media platform youtube instagram uh twitter facebook just uh look for zeros to, zeros two heroes either number two or the letter t or the uh word two t-o but uh most of our uh most of our ads are um zeros number two heroes underscore so just uh either search search for all of those or whatnot but yeah we'll we're we'll definitely look forward to seeing you guys at uh wizard world austin next weekend awesome i appreciate you coming on the show take it easy no problem yeah Josh, thanks you too Talk to you later. Bye.